It's a good morning, afternoon, evening from wherever you are. Welcome to yet another episode of Lift Podcast Series. In this episode, we are traveling to one of Lift's darling African homes, Ethiopia. On this trip to the beautiful city of Addis Ababa, we caught up with an old guard at Lift. This week, we are privileged to be speaking to one of the pioneer staff of Lift who has done incredible work in the recruitment industry for both Lyft and other companies. This is none other than Miss Mahlet Alemayehu. Mahlet is one of the long-standing experienced managers at Lyft. She will be speaking to us about the subject, employer's dilemma in recruitment and the skills that they are looking for in employees. So get ready for this learning journey. The host remains the same. My name is Andrew Magunda, country manager for Lyft in Uganda. Mahlet, you're most welcome. Thank you, Andrew, for that warm introduction and for giving me this opportunity to share my experience on this topic. Well, to start with, who is Mahlet in the human resource field, particularly in recruitment and management of teams? Well, I have a master's degree in human resource management. I've also been engaged in many recruitment activities and have quite some substantive managerial experience. Under Lyft, I have recruited young people for field researchers and field supervisors position by traveling to Uganda and Nigeria. I've also recruited staff online from Kenya and Ghana, and of course, my home country, Ethiopia. So this is a good opportunity for me to share the common mistakes I see in applications the soft skills and hard skills that are cross-cutting among centers with some suggestions on how to develop them. Okay, Mahlet, well said. So let's get into this then. Uh, let's perhaps start with the pitfalls. From your experience, what are the common mistakes people make in job applications? In my experience, there are several common mistakes I see in job applications. Number one is not following directions or instructions on a job posting. I would advise people to read the directions carefully and thoroughly. If there are many applicants, it's more likely that their application will be ignored if they don't follow the instructions properly. It's also reflecting badly on their character as it shows lack of attention to detail and carelessness. For example, if they're required to fill in job application form in addition to sending their CV and cover letter, then they should do so. I have encountered young people writing to me in their email that all the information that is asked in the application form is there in their CV. We have a purpose in asking them to do that. And the response like that shows laziness. Another example is if you're asked to list three references with complete addresses, please do so by not assuming that two is enough. And always make sure to include all the required attachments before sending applications. Another mistake is failing to tailor application materials to each job. I've seen this many times. Often people send a cover letter that is used for other jobs. I even have seen applications that has other company name and sometimes a blank space. I strongly recommend always tailoring the resumes and cover letter to the position they are applying. Another common mistake is applying to all positions at a company. At least we post announcements for both field researchers and field supervisors. 
and most apply for both positions. But this reflects badly on them because it shows that they are not goal-oriented and they lack passion for any of the jobs. This goes for other companies as well. My advice is to apply for one position that they feel they are mostly qualified for and put more time into making that application stand out. Uh, failing to write attractive resumes. This is another common mistake. Resumes are the crux of job application process. It should be easy to read and must be updated with the existing traits. There are many good formats that can easily be found online. I would also like to point out that never keep it too less or too lengthy. In fact, it shouldn't be longer than two pages. Keep it as simple as possible. The last common mistake I would like to point out is failing to learn about the campaign. I have noticed as a recruiter that some applicants do not do enough research on the campaign. It's important for any company that the candidates have done enough research. Lack of research indicates that the candidate is not serious about the campaign. It shows that the candidate is applying everywhere and is not interested in this particular campaign. So these are common mistakes I have experienced. Thank you, Mahlet. From your submissions, am I hearing right that candidates may have missed job opportunities because of the so-called small mistakes they make in the applications? Yes, Andrew. All these possible factors find their way in spoiling the essence of applications and hence results in not getting the job. Thus, utmost care should be taken while preparing cover letters, updating it, and reread proofread thoroughly before sending it. Well then, these are very revealing hard truths. I'm sure our audiences are penning this down for future reference. Now, on to a similar subject focusing on our young people, that is about skills. A lot has been said about young people, despite their education, not meeting the professional grades expected of them by prospective employers. Please give us your on-the-ground experience. What are the skills employers require of aspiring young professionals in this competitive job market? Well, it's very important to have both hard skills and soft skills. So what are these so-called hard and soft skills? Hard skills are teachable and learned abilities or skill sets that are acquired and enhanced through education, practice, and repetition. Oftentimes, they are easily measurable. Having hard skill is very necessary in order to get any kind of jobs. Examples of hard skills include technical skills, computer skills, Microsoft Office skills, analytical skills, marketing skills, etc. I would like to point out here that learning doesn't stop with graduation. Diverse hard skills could be developed through online courses, evening classes, short courses, and other means. Sometimes young people don't want to work with a BA degree they have, so they should continue to learn by using different outlets and many on online platforms that are available. However, hard skills by itself are not enough to land a prospective applicant a job. It's equally important, if not more important, to have soft skills. Soft skills are non-technical skills that relate to how you work. From your submission, it seems that soft skills are quite sociable skills. 
Would you care to share with us some candid examples of at least these soft skills as a focus so that your young people from our audiences and perhaps their prospective employers on this podcast can align? Yes, sure. The first and most important skill is communication. Being able to express oneself clearly in both writing and verbally is a must-have skill. Even if the candidate has the right education background, if she or he cannot express that clearly in the application and during the interview, it would indicate that the candidate will not be able to communicate very well if hired. I would recommend this skill should be nurtured. There are different methods and activities where one can improve communication skills. For example, I found Toastmasters International Clubs, which you can look online to help in improving communication skills. Second example of soft skill is leadership skills. Many associate leadership skills with occupying managerial position in their prior jobs. But leadership skill for young people without prior experience can be portrayed through extracurricular activities they have done or through a teamwork they have done in schools. It's about assigning and delegating tasks well, setting deadlines, and leading by good example. A third example of soft skill is organizational skill, showing that the candidates can prioritize work efficiently and productively and manage their task well is another major factor recruiter consider while looking for candidates. We are able to observe if such skills are present by checking if applicants come to interview on time, if they come on time for exams or for interviews and other not audience means are used to see if they respect time. It's important for candidates to know that each move they make is important. Fourth example is critical thinking. In my view, no matter what the job is, it's vital to hire candidates that can analyze situations and make informed decisions. Whether you're working with data or fieldwork, you need to be able to understand problems, think critically, and devise solutions. Skills related to critical thinking include creativity, flexibility, and curiosity. Fifth example is interpersonal skill. All kinds of jobs require collaboration with another colleague. It's important that candidates are able to show they are a good team player. To show that they have the skill instead of just saying I'm a good team player, it's important to back it up with anecdotes. The last one is positive attitude. This element is very crucial. I always seek people who have a positive attitude. It's important that he or she is friendly to others, eager to work, and generally a pleasure to be around. I'm more drawn to people who are vibrant and have a positive attitude. It's important to adapt positive attitude during all interactions with a recruiter. These are not an exhaustive list, but an important example of soft skills. I would like to draw you and your attention to our young people who are listening in right now. So how is Lyft ensuring that the young people they work with fall into position to acquire these skills? What intentional steps do you take to better prepare them for jobs that require these very important skills? Lyft is known for giving opportunities for young people who are fresh graduates. The training and on-job experience help them develop such skills. The trainings always have soft skills components as those are essential in our line of work. 
It's also given on a continuous basis during the life of project using different methodologies and exercises, which helps them capture the elements. And also they are given opportunities to practice it and internalize it on their job. Thank you very much, Mahilit. So as LIFT, the organization that seems to have pioneered a lot of these recruitment proceedings that you have shared, could you please share with us a few inside tips on the steps you take in recruiting people with these skills? In LIFT, we go through many steps to ensure the candidates have the skills and fulfill the job requirements. Multiple steps also help the candidates to know whether they want to join and whether they fit in our company. So in other words, the system works both ways. For instance, for field tips, we first shortlist candidates based on the job posting requirements. Second, we conduct written assessment. Thirdly, we conduct interviews with different formats to be able to assess more skills. Then those who pass the interviews will be invited for training. We use the training also to evaluate the candidates further. Finally, only those selected after the training will be given contracts to join our organization. Thus, we'll be able to have a full round of observation and test both the hard skills and soft skills we're looking for in candidates. Uh, any final words from you, Marklet, to the young people out there? I mean, what's your candid advice to them to position themselves better for their dream jobs and perhaps to be the 21st century employees that 21st century employers are looking for? Hmm. It's true that we get many graduates from universities and every year the number of young people who are seeking jobs is increasing in alarming rates in Africa. With this competitive world, it's important to diversify skills they have, update themselves, always look for opportunities to be unique and apply to jobs avoiding common errors. Our audience, I trust that you have all enjoyed and learned a lot from the experiences of one of the human resource gurus at Lyft, the company. I must say I have learned quite a lot myself. Thank you very much, Mahlet, for sharing your experiences and very useful thoughts with our audience. To the audience, we hope the information shared in this podcast will be very handy in getting you closer to your next career paths. Please share this link with others so we spread the learning like a wildfire. Thank you, audience, and thank you, Mahlet. Bye-bye. Thank you, Andrew. Bye-bye.